0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Have a comment about today's show?
1: Visit RoyGreenShow.com.
0: The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Received an email from Mike Massotti in uh, Tijuana. He apologized for being emotional yesterday on the air. He said, Mike, never apologize. You're with Justin, your son, who is improving. His health appears to be improving. Who's put on 50 pounds since getting there. Who's eating properly now and exercising and walking. And before that, when he arrived at the clinic in Mexico, he was comatose. Essentially, and unable to do anything for himself, so no apologies, Mike. And we're still asking for the government of Ontario to step up and provide some funding for the Masaudis because they have no money left. They spent almost three hundred thousand dollars. Canadians have been incredibly generous on GoFundMe for uh, Justin Masadi, over a hundred thousand dollars. That's just outstanding, absolutely outstanding. The young man deserves every opportunity, and here he was told, well, we'll take you into the hospital, as Mike told us, we'll take you into the hospital, Justin, we'll give you a room, we'll provide you chemotherapy, but it won't do a single thing for you, you're going to die. Meanwhile, in Mexico, he's doing better. GoFundMe.com is where you can make contributions to the Masadis, because we know the Ontario government is not going to step up. Now to your calls at 800-263-2428. Muslims in Quebec have spoken of being treated badly and or ignorantly in the province. What's the experience of newcomers to Canada from non-Western countries? Are you treated as members of the Canadian community or do you have a sense people really don't want you here? And if you're born and raised Canadian, and I'm not saying white Canadian. If you're born and raised Canadian or a Canadian who's been in this country for many years... Do you welcome newcomers? And you welcome Muslim newcomers. 800-263-2428. I will not shy away from talking about the issues that matter, and I won't stop using words that others would maybe say, well, what else can I say other than, you know, that word? Let Let me find something else that I can use just so I don't get into trouble. That's when we get into trouble. Dave is in Toronto. Dave, thank you for the call, sir.
1: Yeah, Roy, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I don't know where Trudeau gets all this information or the media, these polls and all they're talking about. First of all, I think Trudeau really needs to stop coming on TV and uh, telling the world how uh, all of us Canadians agree with his immigration policies and that we're all up there waiting for them at the airport with open arms, full of love and hugs.
0: Well, he's talking about, he's talking as a man who was elected with a majority government. So he says, I represent the majority opinion of Canada. And he's got an argument to make because he has a majority government.
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's maybe most of the people I know.
0: But what's your view, Dave? What's what's your? I want to know what you think about what? Well, about newcomers coming to this country. Are you, are you welcoming? Do you, see well, it, do you see it as an opportunity for Canada, really, an opportunity for you? We
1: have enough people and we have enough of our own people to worry about here. And the um, problem I have with a lot of, uh, especially, okay, well, a lot of Muslim immigration, they expect us to absorb all their ways and cultures and all that. But however, you think about it, in most muslim muslim uh, majority countries christians aren't even allowed to uh, practice the religions over there
0: it depends on the country for example in egypt they have a fairly large well, christian are, community a lot of them are, the coptic right. christians they're allowed to practice their religion well, but but you're just you're uncomfortable right
1: well, yeah, it, uh, it just doesn't. Uh, the thing that concerns me is okay. Uh, uh, you know, you heard. Of, did you hear about that uh, situation? It was. Not, I heard it on the news. Were um, over in Quebec, there were trying somewhere south of Montreal. There were Muslims are trying to set up a Sharia law zone, and the Liberals were for it and that type of thing. You know, we it's hear just,
0: things, Dave. I didn't hear about that, but we hear things and we accept them if there's if it's. And I just want to say this. <laughs>
1: With, with, with also, you know, when, when the majority, when the minority becomes a majority This is
0: your fear. You know, this, this is, is your concern. Uses, that's, what, that's what really concerns Your concern me. is that you're being told that you must do things a certain way, and it's not a way you want to do it, and you feel it's being pushed down your throat.
1: In, in uh, I Ta- guess you could say that, yeah. All
0: right, Dave. I thank you for the call. This is, look, if we're not honest with each other, how are we ever going to accomplish anything? It's interesting. I got a couple of emails the last time we talked about this issue a few weeks ago. There were two emails. I wanted to read them to you. And they've they've gone now. They've been deleted. But um, there was one fellow sent me an email, said, you're a racist. You're a bigot. You're a fascist. And he identified himself as a white Canadian. And then there was another email from a listener who identified himself as Muslim said, I want to thank you, Roy, for the even-handed way in which you deal with the issue. We hear what we want to hear. We see what we want to see. And the best way to talk to one another is to actually talk to one another. I've said this many times. Was a years ago, a number of years ago, somebody was asking me about what Sikhism is about. I said, don't ask me. Ask a Sikh. I'm sure if you go to a Sikh temple, they'll take you in and talk to you about it. There are many fears, there's frustrations, there's anger, there's, you know, it's, we hear it. So let's talk about it. And if there's an acceptance and if people feel good about one another, then let's talk about that as well. When Justin Trudeau speaks, do you listen? When Philip Cuillard speaks, do you listen? When... Kathleen Wynne speaks. Do you listen? You know, Quillard and Wynne accused people who challenged the vetting system of Syrian refugees in 2015, accused us of being racists. Well, I challenged the vetting system because I didn't know enough about it. And there's Kathleen Wynne saying, well, you're a, you're a bigot and you're a racist. It brings out the worst in us. And who's the per- first person to challenge Kathleen Wynne and Philip Cuillard? The former premier of British Columbia, an immigrant from India. Said, you just called me a racist, and I disagree, and I, I take you to task, Premier Wynn. Okay, where are we going? How about uh, Cochrane, Alberta? Hi, Catherine. Thanks for calling.
1: Hello. Uh, good afternoon. I was phoning in regards to your uh, question, of course. Yes, ma'am. Now, I've worked for and with an awful lot of immigrants, and I found them to be honest, hardworking, upstanding folks, just like everyone else. And uh, honestly, I think that we're at a time. When economically, Canada has to be more independent and less dependent on the states. And to do that, we need to be manufacturing from our raw resources, which we're not. We're sending them out and buying them back. Exactly. And we need people to do that, and we don't have the numbers. So frankly, we need people in order to improve our international economic status.
0: But then we'll also hear, Catherine, and I've, I've heard this, and I, I've actually que- questioned the numbers of immigrants that we bring into the country. I don't know why it has to be 300,000 a year or 1% of the population, and nobody's ever been able to give me a satisfactory answer to that. So that is another issue that has to be dealt with. But there are people who will say, look, I ca-, and you heard Julius Gray say, I can't have a job because somebody took it from me. Somebody who came here from another country has taken my job away from me, and I, and I, rep- I resent that. And I think it's only done that, uh, you know, in order to get votes, and so I have to be politically correct and accept the fact that I don't have a job anymore. And that person, that person who says that, is angry.
1: Well, I think that a lot of those folks don't have the training for a lot of the jobs we're importing people for. A lot of the immigrants I've dealt with are coming in um, as lawyers and doctors, and they're pushing brooms. And frankly, if people here don't want to push that broom, someone else will.
0: Yeah, you're right about uh, people with specific credentials having uh, not having the jobs being given the jobs the College of Physicians and Surgeons in the province of Ontario now this information is a few years old they may have changed it but they have a very specific and very small number of physicians that they'll license each year that aren't Canadian or graduates of a Canadian uh, university or medical school and I spoke with a doctor who was the head of a he was the head of a hospital in Pakistan he was came to Kingston. And this guy said, you know, when, when a visiting dignitary, when a president of another country would be visiting the con- Pakistan, he said, I was in charge of that individual's health. They had their own physicians with them, But he said, essentially, I was in charge of that person's health. You know what that doctor in Kingston was doing? Delivering oh, okay. newspapers. Because mm-hmm. he couldn't get a job as a doc. Yeah, lot to talk about. Thank you so much, Catherine, in uh, Cochrane, Alberta, 800-263-2428. I want your point of view a lot to be talked about. Tim in Mississauga, Ontario. Hi, Tim. Thank you for the call, sir.
2: Oh, hi. I just had a comment there with your uh, show. Uh, I find there's segregation. If people like to see it or hear about it or not, it's happened. It's always there. However, I find when the refugees too, do come in, uh, they're granted so much and given lots from the government. However, the government's forgetting about the people who are here from day one, and now maybe have a disability or maybe hard luck with their job or any other excuse we can come up with, have hard times, they're not taking care of our own kind first. Uh, The other thing is I work in a large workplace where there's a lot of one culture, and we're talking about young people, not elderly, where I can understand that our communication effort is needed there with the young ones. They still speak their home language when they do know both. Like It's a rude thing to do, in my opinion, However, uh, to have all these people here is great. That's what Canada is about. But I find the ignorance been pushed a little too far on the rest
0: of us. You know, Tim, it's interesting what you bring up about language. We talked about that issue not so long ago, about whether it irritates people when they hear a language other than English spoken by people who they feel should be able to speak English. or speak the, I, I think that when you come to Canada, if you're an immigrant and if you're in the queue to come to this country, you should learn English and or French while you're in the queue. It's going to take two to three years. So have the language skills when you get here. So then you can get a job and you can function more effectively in society. It's good for you and it's good for the country. So you shouldn't be learning the language when you arrive. You should know the language when you get here. Another point that I want to follow up on what you said. While it's horrific what happened in Saint-Foy, and while it's appropriate for the prime minister to have been there, and for the premier of Quebec to have been there, and for premiers and other leaders in this country to speak out. It's appropriate. It's also appropriate, it would have been appropriate, had the prime minister of this country gone to the First Nations communities where little children committed suicide, 10, 11, 12 years of age, and have suicide pacts. And don't feel like they have anything to live for. I want to see Mr. Trudeau there. I want to hear the concern about First Nations people, and not some throwaway answer like he gave a First Nations woman in uh, in Manitoba during his town hall. There has to be real concern, and it has to be widely, dis, you know, spread out. Where, the, where there is concern, they should te- they should address it. Our leaders should address it. You still there? We lost him. All right. You think about little children making suicide pacts, and it doesn't get a whole lot of attention, and it should. All right. How do you view newcomers to this country uh, if you're not a newcomer? And if you are a newcomer, how are you treated? And then specifically, since Muslims have said, and they said it in Quebec and specifically the last week after the shooting on Sunday at Saint-Foy, the murders in Saint-Foy, that they're not always made to feel welcome. There's this undercurrent of hatred or or, or uh, non-welcoming attitude. How do you feel? I will tell you, while I was in Quebec and the Bouchard-Taylor Commission was touring the province, and it was all about reasonable accommodation then about five or six years ago. And they were going from community to community um, in Quebec and speaking town halls and Quebecers in, in attendance and answering the, uh, the, the questions or dealing with the issue with, the, with that commission. There was a lot of raw emotion, a lot of raw emotion in Quebec. So while I agree with a lot of things that Julius um, Gray said, there are things I disagree with as well. Come back with more of your calls on The Green Show on the Corpus Radio Network.